Today's daf is Maseches Shkalim Daf Tezayin, another incredible and beautiful daf filled with gems and pearls woven together to teach us about the beauty of the Aron Kodesh, the Ark, the Holy Ark that carried the Luchos and the Luchos themselves, the tablets of the Law, first and the second. What happened to the Ark at the time of the destruction of the base of Mikdash as well? This all got started because of the Mishnah at the beginning of this sixth parak, which we're learning now, which discussed the fourteen locations in which the members of Rabban Gamliel's house and family and the Kohen Gadol they would go and they would bow down in these places. There was one extra spot. There was a description of 13 tables and 13 locations that were used for collection. And then there was one extra spot in a, a room or an area called the Wood Depository, the Lishkada Eitzim, which had a tradition that the Aaron Kodesh, the Holy Ark, was hidden away there by one of the kings in the time when the, when the Beis HaMikdash was impending destruction. So let's discuss one aspect of the Aaron Kodesh, of this Holy Ark, which is based on the rules for its construction. The Torah says in Parshas Shuman, our Gemara quotes this Pasuk, Pita Oto, Tetzapenu, that the Aaron, the Ark itself, should be should be should be covered should be covered with gold on its inside and on its outside should be completely covered. So the Gemara here, echoing the Gemara in Yoman Daf Ayin Beis, states that Betzalel actually crafted three boxes of smaller, bigger, and then biggest dimensions: two of gold and one of wood. The wood being in between the gold boxes, and this pasuk is showing that even the lip where you could see the cross-section of the gold, wood, gold of the three boxes, that was also overlaid with gold, and that's what we learned from the second repeating word in the Pasuk Titzah Pender. So there's a second wave understanding that the Gemara brings from Reish Lakesh. There was only one, actually one box of gold, not three, but the first approach of Rabbi was more popular among the Rishonim on the Torah. Rashi, for example, brings us down. Interestingly, the Chiz Kuni writes that the Aaron was originally designed to be completely of pure gold, but would have been too heavy to carry. Nebach, the, the sons of Kehat, would, would need a break, give them a break, they're going to be carrying this around, at least by a few pounds, making one of the one of the boxes out of wood. So Gemara and Yoma also learns from this Pasuk, and any student, any Torah student who's, Whose, ins- whose inside is not like his outside, is not really considered a Tamachacham. It's not really considered a Torah scholar. So the simple explanation of this is that a Tamachacham's outer behavior and expression should be consistent with their worldview and Ashkafam. What they believe internally should be reflected externally in their behavior. This is Mibayit Umichutz. It may also mean that in order for the Torah that they teach to hit its mark and to resonate with the people who are listening to their Torah, it has to begin from a strong inner space. No, that's the idea of the Gemara. So we know from the Gemara Brachos, so in Brachos and Dav Kavches, we actually discussed this uh, all the way back in the beginning of the Sugis there in Brachos, that the Yeshiva of Rabban Gamliel had this Tochel Kabaro as an admissions policy. And there was even a Shomer, there was even a guard, checking everyone that wanted to come in. The Marsha learned this this shomer, this guard, what does it mean? There was actually a guard there. The definition of Torah Kabaro is a person who learns Torah but doesn't have Yerushimayim. So perhaps a person who's very learned but doesn't 
doesn't actually carry it out or fulfill it or bring that out into the way that they, they live their life. Well, Reb Tzadok, Reb Tzadok Akoin, said there was no actual guard, there was no test, there was no Midos test of some sort of measure. There was no actual person even standing there. The, the Shomer was the words of Raman Gamliel. And each person had to calculate in their own status vis-a-vis Tochel Kabar. Am I Tochel Kabar? Am I not Tochel Kabar? Just Rabban Gamliel's saying it was enough to strike fear in anybody who didn't fit into that category. The Rabban Hilchos Deos, Perk Beis, Allah Chavav, takes this concept Tochel Kabar to mean practically a person should not be Echad Bepev Echad Balei. A person should be consistent in their dealings with others. So what's important here is that the bottom line is that Mibayin and Michutz, it's an ideal to strive toward. But realistically, in the Gemara, Rabbi Elizabeth ben Azariah won the day. The gates were open. All students were permitted to enter, even those who would have, who would have failed the entrance exam ring Gamliel. The Mishnah Perkavo says, Hamidu Tamidim Harba. Everyone is welcomed into the house of Torah study. The debate boiled down to the belief of a beautiful core inside of every person. The bias is always Zavs, always go for Rabbi Gamliel. If we don't see the good, it's not there. And we must cut, we must coach and guide, but we, but, but, but we see this did not win the day. And what it did was Hashem created a man, Yashar. The good is there. We need to just believe in it and bring it out to come alive.